that was a that was a great impression, wasn't it? I'm at, I'm yeah. at Alpha Gina. I don't know. Oh, just your voice impression. It was pretty good. Yeah. All right. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> I kind of making just, shit up as we go, huh? I yep. just want to jam to that song like all the time. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great little tune there. I like it. Get it on my my. Uh, I feel like that should be like a, a '70s movie or or a '70s TV show intro. Yeah, you know, like okay. like a like a like a shaft. Ding ding ding. Yeah. I don't know. Or like, like a dragnet. Yeah, yeah. like something, a something. like a CD like. Uh, no, maybe, maybe like, ooh, I could be like a like a New York like crime crime solving like the 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 old NYPD blue. You know what I'm saying? What's the matter, you? Columbo, <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Unless he was in Chicago, which I don't know. I didn't watch Columbo. Yeah, uh, but that you was know, one of those, my time. One of those. Um, shut up! I'm not that old. One of those. Uh, <laughs> uh, Older than me. That's all that counts. You know, like it's like Columbo, Miami, like NCIS. All the ones that they have, like CSI Miami, CSI New York, CSI Vegas, yeah. or whatever it is. There was a Jeopardy clue a couple weeks ago, I think. Well, I watched a couple weeks ago. It was probably older than that. And it was talking about the, I think it was the 911 shows. Okay. And I was like, there's already like 50 of them. I have no idea which one it was. And we're just like guessing random cities. And it was ended up being like 911 Lone Star. And I was <laughs> like, like, this is Spaceballs is crossover? It the, is it the entire Lone state Star. of Texas? Yeah, apparently they discover everywhere. That's that's a lot of nine one one calls. I would think that's probably a really long show. Nine one one weed California. <laughs> we have one ambulance, <laughs> <laughs> but nobody ever goes anywhere because they're high all the time. Yeah, because it's legal. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to explain it. But um, psh. well, so yeah. Here we are again, and it's only been like three weeks this time. What about that, guys? Yeah, we're getting getting better. We're getting that average down. Pumping that crowd noise. (sighs) That's the one. (laughs) Um, And uh, my 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 other old boss, my most recent ex boss, um, likes to make that sound. He's pretty good at it, actually. Um, It's Easter Sunday, to my knowledge. Everyone keeps saying Happy Easter to me, even though I haven't checked the calendar. It's it's Easter. It is Easter. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's, it's the fourth of October. Uh, of October. So uh, let's try that, try that again. Fourth of April, for those keeping track at home. Oh yeah, that's the actual date. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And episode and, what uh, six we at right now? Episode actual six. Yes. Actual six. As opposed to our preview. Um. Yeah. Technically, it's the seventh recording of people included here, but you know the sixth actual episode of longer than 60 seconds well we got some big news though don't we i don't know we, we, hit, we hit a new record oh for, for downloads guys <laughs> we're gonna talk about it <laughs> oh we're talking about it because it's a big deal even though it's fake <laughs> no we should have just ran with it right no, people are gonna know all right they're not 30 gonna know. downloads so why did you have to say 40 downloads 15 downloads 900 and something <laughs> episode five was super popular 
Well, uh, no, no, the teaser. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess we're getting the details then. Yeah. Which so apparently we are. So guys, thank you. We do appreciate the support, but we highly doubted that 900 and something of you downloaded the, the teaser in a very short period of time. I mean, if so, I mean, great. We appreciate it. I mean, now you know my secret. I was just refreshing the page and, and downloading it over and over and over again. Although I'm pretty sure mine would still only count for one. So like, delete, download, delete, yeah. download. <laughs> I'm really bored tonight. I have nothing else to do. So, yeah. yeah. And I figured so it's only a minute. So I could do it over and over again. So yeah, yeah you would have to like, as uh, instead of like the actual episode five, which was like seven and a half hours long. And you want to hurt your data cap with the trailer. <laughs> True. Not gonna really yeah, yeah. Get much of a download. But why the trailer? I don't know. We don't. That's that's a it's a big and it's only on Amazon, right? Well, were, oh, were, were you saying something about like bots though? But I I don't understand number one why the bots would have any interest in our podcast, and number two why they would go after that. Yeah, I don't I don't have any evidence to support that. It's one of those. I you know I just assume at this point that in a given space on the internet, there are bot farms doing something to boost something. Yeah. And oh, even sure. though I didn't pay for any of that, neither did they thought we were us. something else, and they yeah. were like, "Oh crap, it's the wrong one. Turn it off." <laughs> but it or, still took several days for them to turn it off. I, I just I have no idea. But yeah. there's the likelihood, as we've discussed, of actual people suddenly deciding to get the trailer all at once nine hundred times. And then not getting any of the other episodes seems really small. Not only that, the fact that this would happen after the fifth episode was already out. <laughs> so they didn't have to listen right. to the teaser. They could have actually like just listened to. Later. Yeah, they could have actually just listened to the episode itself. But hey, you know, maybe they just wanted a quick advertisement, you know, boom. Check out our email. <laughs> sure. 100 times. I mean, either way. We can actually say this podcast has had over a thousand downloads. Ooh, mic drop. So now it's time to go start talking to sponsors, I think, right? That's yeah. Oh, who, yes. Who should we go after? What do you guys think? Hmm. Tesla. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good okay. one. Um, None Tesla? of us have one, but. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we all have cats. Why don't we go after like a cat food brand? Like okay. Meow Mix, man. Okay. We can remix our intro. Let's go for like the like a fancy one though. Ooh, like okay, what's fancy what's, cat food? I don't know. I don't know what. The, well, I, don't, I don't. My cat food I buy for my my cat is like eighty bucks a bag. Is that fancy? Yes, my Depends prescription food they, is less than that. Okay, yeah. what, it, it is, this is prescription food, but it's like oh, it, it's it's also a good name too. It's Royal. Uh, is it Canaan? Canaan. Canaan. Yep. Royal Canaan. Yep. Sorry, no, I I, I exaggerated. It's seventy one dollars a bag. It's, is it like a, a giant ass Costco bag or something? No, it's actually only eight pounds. <laughs> oh, that's sad. You, you, where do you, where do you buy this this cat food? Oh, it's actually it's a good price. It's chewy. Oh, okay. It's just it's made from. Um, I was gonna say something messed up, but it's it's actually <laughs> no just cats. made from. <laughs> it's made from people. <laughs> no, yeah, my cat eats people. No, it's made. It's rabbit and pea. And it's it's supposed to be for cats. I'm sorry, rabbit and pea. Yeah, like peas. Like a green peas? peas. Green peas. Oh, okay. Okay. And yeah, that's a plural thing. I don't think yeah, anyone yeah. ever says just a pea. <laughs> it's not a pie. <laughs> green pie. Um, well, no, well, she 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 loves it, and uh, it was just because she was having 
problems as a, as a kitten with a bunch of infections. So they wanted to put her on something and she just stayed on it. So, yeah, she's, it's, it's same deal for us. Yeah. Our cats are on that urinary tract yep. food because they had urine stones and we had to pay two grand to get surgery on the cat to get the stones out of her. So How do you feel about that, both on the same food? Oh, I love it. Especially <laughs> after we just paid a hell of a lot of money on the other cat to get his lung removed. So that was fun. That was a fun year. I like that story. It is a good story. I mean, I'm glad the I cat mean, it made was it. sad at first. I was yes. actually really worried at first, but you know, yes. he's okay. And he's still a real pain in the ass. Yeah, he, he is very much so. <laughs> you notice how the vets never come back and they're like, all right, we can take you off the fancy food now. You yeah. Go back to the regular stuff. I mean, it's, it's possible we, we don't have to use it anymore. It's possible that the cattle never have stones again, but I'm like, eh, I'll pay an extra 10 bucks a month for food to not have to deal with that again. Yeah. It just right, makes it's sense. Possible, yeah. But yeah. only person making that decision will be you. I'm pretty sure. True. But, and, and the cat food is like cat crack to them. They love this cat food and I don't know why, but Hey, they like it. Whatever. That's, that's fine with me. But as you know, the actual the way they get rid of the stones is crack. Mm-hmm. They put it in there. It's it's possible, yeah. you know. Maybe we should have a podcast segment devoted to our cats. Is that what we're doing right now? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but like, you know, formally going forward. I'll have to think about this. Okay. We'll have a we'll have a we'll have cat corner with Chris, Chris, and Ryan. <laughs> Does this roll off the tongue? CCR. Well, they already have a CCR. It's like the modern version of CCR. God, no. Could we stop this train? What are we talking about? Are we talking about sponsors? Al Pacino? Sponsors. Sponsors, yeah. Or do we want to actually do an introduction after, what, 10 minutes of the podcast? No, that was an introduction. Okay. We're good. We've named each other, so that's taken care of. We have the date. Yep. And we have the number of downloads. So yes. That's all that matters, right? That's, Covering the bases. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I like uh, it. It's uh, three weeks three weeks since last time we did this. So cool. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing okay. About the same as normal. Every day is blending together as usual. So uh, just another Sunday. The elder you get the faster it goes. Yeah. That's what they tell me. It's just crazy to think about it. Cause I can obviously see that happening. You know, like the weeks used to be pretty distinct. The days of the week used to be pretty distinct from each other. And like, I can only imagine what my parents feel like, you know, is it like warp speed at that, at that age? You know, it's just like everything flies by. I sure hope not because that that's what they're, what's the point of retirement. If it, it flies by, you want to be able to enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. As as the most senior member of our group, Chris, what do you think about this? <laughs> well, uh, as I approach retirement age. Um, oh, you're there in a couple of years, right? Yeah, it's it's really creeping up on me. I mean, as you say, it, it goes faster as you get older. <laughs> Folks, uh, just, just for clarity's sake, he isn't that much older than us. <laughs> well... <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you mean? Eh. Well, I mean, uh, what? You're okay. So yeah, like six, Look, seven years. I graduated high school, and in you eight, guys were like eighteen middle school or something. So it wasn't. And now it's basically meaningless because we're all old. Yes, yeah. deal with it. 
age doesn't really make a difference after you get to a certain point. Yeah, I think once everybody is forty plus, you just stop caring anyway. Yeah. Like, eh. I mean, and I don't. Just so FYI, when you when you get that milestone, it may be different for you. I didn't stop caring <laughs> about the, about your age. I don't know what he's talking about. He just said stop caring. So Uh-oh. <laughs> disagreeing overall, I guess. Is that what you do when you get older? You just agree with everything? Yes. <laughs> Poor Chris. Wait, no, I still uh, was disagreeing. I don't understand. Now you're, you're supposed see, to be more judgmental as you get older. So hold I mean, on. You, my, you, my, my old brain is having some confusion here. Yeah, give, them give a me a minute to really yeah. puzzle this out. What was your name again? I see that. Where I see that I, I see that meme of the the woman staring in the distance with with all the calculations going through her heads like in front of her. Except it's oh, just God. it's the it's actually the scene of Homer when he's thinking and it's just like the cartoon characters dancing back and forth like yep. nothing actually is happening. Yep. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Or or was that the monkeys symbol thing? The monkeys the banging the banging the symbols together. Yeah, I think they've used both. To be honest, did they use both? Okay. You'd be you would know better than I. You among other, I think they've used both at some point. Maybe that was a different cartoon. I don't know. They're all starting to blend together too. I'm getting old too. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Can't remember references from specific uh, cartoons anymore. Right into no. my trap. <laughs> Damn <Excellent>. you! <laughs> this is all your plan. Speaking of plan, yeah. Actually, it kind of works as a segue, but I actually wasn't planning on it. Uh, Ryan, did you want to actually talk about stuff? Uh, no, no, go go ahead. Right, you cool. were you were segueing. Let's let's make it let's make it awkward and and cool at the same time. Okay, so uh, I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you guys ever played before, but back in the day, uh, there was this game called Evil Genius. Evil Genius. Yeah, I saw you playing the new one. So I did I, play the original. I was did, not very good at it. You did play it. You said, but I love the concept. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I absolutely adored the f- the first game. It was one of those like really refreshing like genre games where it didn't really fit anywhere. It was a, I guess you could call it a simulation base building type game, but like I loved it because it totally didn't take itself serious at all. Like well, it, was, it was, it yeah. was a dungeon keeper style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. I guess that would be a good, a good, a good uh, parallel for it, but. It uh, like it like the traps that you use to like defeat the 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 agents were absolutely this like tongue in cheek like big boxing gubs coming out of the wall or like um, I can't think of, I can't I unfortunately I, I well, playing this one I I can't remember a lot of the details of the first game only the fact that I loved it so I actually picked it up last week and have been playing it because I took some time off and um, it definitely hit that nostalgia pretty hard of the original game so that was nice is it. Uh, Full release or is early access? Oh no, it was full release. Okay, they didn't do early access. Thank you for that, game developers, for not following the trend of everybody else. Um, but uh, no, it would. Uh, it I think when I checked it, it had, I think, very positive on Steam. Let me check right now because I I haven't looked recently. Um, but it uh, it is. I I got the deluxe. Okay, right now it's mixed. Hmm. Damn. Anyway. <laughs> Um, overwhelmingly mixed. Yeah, but it has three thousand. You know, not bad. But anyway, I can. Uh, I I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm curious to go through. I'll probably after this, I'll go through and read some of what the negative um reviews were. 
but um it it has some fun mechanics to it it has a little bit of challenge to it it's not like it's going to be sitting there at the brain burner but i'm enjoying it so far i've there's more geniuses to play this time there is um different bases you can pick the bases are now multi-level which is nice gives a little more depth to that you have to think in you know multiple levels um i will say one thing that i have noticed is that there isn't a whole lot of new to the game unfortunately um there's like not like mind-blowingly new game mechanics that they've added to the game so far that i've seen um it seems like what i remember it's pretty close almost like it's a remake instead of a second version but um yeah i'm so i'm all curious i'm just browsing some of these it looks like it's kind of the same thing what people are saying well um yeah some of it i think is just like early you know maybe a patch will fix some of those things that people are talking about i haven't had a lot of bugs though to be honest i've had a couple but nothing nothing crazy so but yeah i'm uh, i i will be playing it uh i did get the deluxe version so i did get the season pass just because it wasn't that much more to be honest and i still got on a discount f- through humble bundle but i think that deal is over by this point but but yeah so i was <clears throat> i was gonna ask um since I think the first one came out like 1997, it's it's been a while. Uh, so I don't remember much about it. I remember what it was, but not really a lot of details. Plus, I like I said, I got very not very far at all. I was not very good at that game. Um, so my recollection is more just that was a thing. No, it's a thing again. That's cool. So I'm curious, just if you really notice, are there other? Let's say quality of life modern game updates to it you know is the it seems like the interface has been fixed up in ways that are useful now is it is it just kind of a very similar um experience yeah and and, and the answer is yes they have had some changes with the ui because obviously there's a little bit more going on in the game but not like a lot more um the original game came out in 2004 so you were a little off on your estimate Oh, wow. But um, it's like a very high rated game. (laughs) Uh, And I think because the reason why it did so well then was because it was a different take on the that, like I said, that dungeon um, keeper type 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 genre. Yeah, it was was pretty niche. Not a lot of stuff like it. And I can't remember if Evil Genius 2 is the same developer. I don't think it can be. No, it uh, is. Really? Same pu- same Okay, same publisher, developer and developer, yeah. Rebellion Developments. It's the same. But the first game was both Elixir and Rebellion. So maybe that maybe that had something to do with it. So Rebellion being the company who's been making the Sniper Elite games, it looks like. Yes. Oh, and Strange Brigade, which we messed around with for a little while. Yeah. I liked it. It's a neat game. They make a lot of, I mean, based on, oh, Lords of the Realm. They did Lords of the Realm? Yeah. Oh, man. Those games were crazy cool. They were. Anyway. <laughs> so a lot of games there seem like they're very, I don't say tongue in cheek. They don't take themselves very seriously. They do not, know. Which is good. And that yep. would definitely apply to Evil Genius for sure. 
And so, like I said, I am I I am not upset with my purchase so far. Um, even if it's the same the rest of the game, I'll be happy with it just because it did kind of struck you know strum those nostalgia um, strings. Um, I'm not sure if that's actually a saying. Oh, that's where the metaphor was going. I, 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 I lost it halfway through. I apologize for that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I I will keep playing it, and uh, I will probably will definitely have beaten at least one genius by then. I don't know if I will beat a genius and then wait for more DLC to come out or try a different genius because the geniuses, unfortunately, they like change like the the first game. It changes like the what kind of like the way you take over the world, but like everything else is going to be the same. So I might wait for maybe some some patches to come out or or the first DLC before I play the next ones to get a, a fresh take on it. So stay tuned to future episodes for that one. But yeah, by the next one, I definitely should have finished one genius. Well, I obviously could read this myself. I'm going to have you explain it anyway, because I kind of forgot how it works. When you're saying the geniuses, you, you're playing as one of them, right? Yes, but then are you playing against other geniuses as well as like the super spies that come in? Uh, no, it's just super spies. So you're I, right now I'm playing as Maximilian, who was the same one I played in the first in the first game. That's the Dr. Evil guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I picked him just because it was, you know, sorry, yeah. the Dr. No guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so, yeah, you are it's you versus the world pretty much. And um, like the agents, super agents are out there and like you have to go out and send your minions out to do different things in the world to get resources and complete, complete missions and get money and all kinds of stuff. And then the, the, if you get a certain amount of heat build up, which is generated by you doing things, um, the skaters will come to your lair and you have to like either kill them or distract them or capture them, et cetera, et cetera. All that stuff is the same, I think. And then, um, you're attempting to build, or complete whatever <laughs> crazy plan um, that you have to, to do to take over the world. I won't say what it is for this one because I'm pretty sure you played the first game. You know what it is already because I think it's the same. But the only bit of spoiler I'll give is that one of the things you can do is there's like side missions that are like loot that you can actually put into your lair. And the first one was so was so corny. It was great. Like you're looking for flying pigs. And as one does. Yeah. And there was a, a, a there was like a, an archive in somewhere in the United States that you could go and it's like, okay, you like found like definitive proof that somebody actually made pigs that can fly. And like you had to go through and like find where it was at in the United States and do a mission to get it. And it turned out it's one of those like little um, rides that was in front of like grocery stores back in the day. I just kind of like you put a coin in and oh, like you oh, sit on it yeah, and it just yeah. kind of goes up and down and that places some music. So <laughs> he's it, so like the, the thing was like, all right, so the, the evil, evil genius says, okay, so just, just put it somewhere and we won't talk about it ever again. So you can actually put it in your base and minions can go up there and write on it and you hear a little noise and they sit there and just go up and down and like in, this, in a little, <laughs> it's, I don't know why I thought that was, I thought that was funny. I thought that was a nice touch. That's the kind of humor you're gonna you can expect from that game. Yeah, which that that part. Yeah, I'm I'm in for. Yep, all the missions that you do have pun as puns as names. So, like, there's one awesome power pun. I can't remember what the actual one was, 
there's a there's a as a distraction mission uh you're chasing or like hyping up a director to get people to go to there to see not see what you're doing other ones In, instead of tim burton it's thin burton stuff like that if you're looking for that kind of content <laughs> you know where to go youtube yeah I mean, Evil Genius Two. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't know if this is really my style of game. I, I played like dun- some of the dungeon games, Dungeon Master and stuff, but eh, I don't know. I don't think it's for me. It's funny because I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, when when EA decided they wanted to go back to the Dungeon Keeper property, they were like, "Well, we could do a game, or we could put it on mobile and have it full of microtransactions because that's the way to go." And that was, I would argue, a more popular version of the genre back then anyway. So for Evil Genius to come along and actually release a full-fledged game of this type, it's probably one of the very few that even does this kind of game right now from that, just that perspective is interesting. Um, Ballsy. So I hope it works out just because if there's an audience for it, then maybe some people have some different ideas and, you know, build on it a little bit, if nothing else. And I think the fact that there was such a huge falling of the game back in the day um, and the fact that they did not do a demo or early access, I think that kind of, I won't say hurt them, but it, it, it maybe didn't allow them to get some of these things worked out first before they launched. You think that they, it, it, might, it, it, it always boggles my mind the, the fact that how some people, or some developers can launch a game day one and have absolutely game breaking bugs in it. But they're like, go ahead and play it. <laughs> it's fine. We swear. <laughs> um, well, I, I, I blame part of the community on that. You know, it's, it's like the cyberpunk thing. It was like people clamoring for it. Oh my God, release it, release it. I need to play it. I need to play it. And then they're like, well, it's not really done, but uh, sure. We'll release it. And then it's full of bugs and people are like, Oh my God, I can't believe this game is so full of bugs. Yeah. I want a refund now. Yeah. I'm like, God, what a bunch of whiny little bitches. Just wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the people that were playing the most for that game in particular, which I, I won't, you know, get into too much yet. Cause I haven't played it yet, but people were complaining that it wasn't, working on ps4 i'm like are you why are you surprised like they it's not designed for ps4 yeah they 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 honestly the the red seed project red shouldn't have actually even released it for for the the old older generations they should have just kept it the the new ones they would have been they'd have been so much so much safer but but the problem is is that it actually does work on a ps pro fine absolutely fine i i don't i don't understand the you're where you're coming from on that. I mean, if if they're going to release the game on a platform, it should run fine on the platform. Oh no! Like that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. Being like, oh, I shouldn't have bought it on the PS4 because it. No, no, I completely it, agree it with you. Like you're saying that. Why? Why would you complain? It shouldn't. You know, it, of course, it's not going to run very well. Yeah. No. My, my point was is that me me knowing like the level of graphics they put into the game the, and that kind of stuff, like. It, it 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 wouldn't have run on the PS4. It, it shouldn't have been released on the PS4. Period. Um, that, that that was agreeing with you. That was my point. Was that they shouldn't have done that. They did, and then said, "Oh, that was, was our bad. We'll give you a refund on it." They should have just they should have just left it for current consoles and PC, and it probably would have had a much smoother release. But the problem is, is, I do I do know somebody that has a PS4 Pro, and it plays fine on that. So. 
I guess that was maybe that was just a, a bad communication on their part, saying yes, you can play it on PS4, but PS4 Pro only. It won't be worth it for you to get it on normal PS4. PS4, but who knows? Uh, does it? Because do, I've seen games that say works for on PlayStation Pro. It does it really? So okay. They they do have games that say that on the on the package. So okay. I don't I don't know. I haven't looked into it because I don't. I, I I was never really excited about Cyberpunk. Yeah. So I didn't really look into it because I figured when it's twenty bucks, I'll buy it. Yeah. Um, but I, I have seen games that have that warning on there that say like this is intended for you know PlayStation Four Pro. Oh, okay. They should have done that. So I and they may have. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look at the packaging. Yeah. But people also just buy stuff and don't look at the packaging because I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we all have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was my mistake with Final Fantasy VII Remake because I was really excited about that game and I bought it and I went, "This is like a fifth of the game. Why is that?" And like, "Oh, it's a multi-part series that we're releasing." And I went, "Oh, great, thanks. Cool. I like paying sixty bucks for part of a game." You do? Okay. We we may have to have do a mini episode on Ryan's uh, rage at Final Fantasy. I mean, I I can't. I can't really blame anybody else but myself because I didn't look into it hard enough. Yeah, yeah. I I I also wasn't really expecting that either. Like, fair enough, because they never they never did it before on any of the other games. Yeah, (laughs) it is a really shitty business model. It's the same reason why I never bought any of the StarCraft two when it first came out. I was yeah. I was so pissed. I don't care how long you make a, a campaign. I, I could be forty missions. I, I don't I don't care. Why go? Th- why is, you know? They, I know why they did it, but it just it just aggravated me to the point where that. So I didn't play them until they were like twenty bucks. I waited. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I did the same thing. I bought each of them for twenty bucks a pop, so it ended up being sixty bucks, like a, a full fledged game. But right, yeah, like it should have been. <laughs> still. I would have paid 60 bucks for all of them at once, 100%. But don't get me started on Activision slash Blizzard bullshit. Yeah, wow. Yeah. They're, they're, they're just like EA. They're a terrible company. They're, they're going, they're going, I don't know where they're going, but they're going. And, and Sony. Those three companies really can't make games anymore. It seems they can't. Sony? Yeah. What is Sony? I mean... Sony makes Final Fantasy games, which okay. Well, I, I would say Sony the last Square makes Final Fantasy. Who do you think owns Square Enix? Square Enix is owned by a guy. Owned by a guy. They used to be owned by Sony. If they're not anymore, then okay. But they, they used to be they used to be Sony's company. <laughs> a guy is, I, who I can't pronounce his name. I'm not going to try. But uh, his last name is Fukushima. Fukushima. Yeah, yep. Yash, I, I knew Yashiro? I recognized him. Yeah, Yashiro, Yashiro. Sorry, guys. Nailed I don't it. know. Nailed it. Nailed it. Got it. Is Square owned? You know, sure. Owned by Disney. <laughs> uh, is it owned by Disney now? No. No, it's not owned by Disney. I mean. They they did Kingdom Hearts, which is kind of part Disney, right? Yeah, so they, they, they used Disney characters. There was a nice collaboration. Yeah, they did. Uh, okay, but they did. They but, do not. Who's really entrenched in this? this I mean, Sony Ubisoft thing. made a game with Mario characters. They didn't. They didn't get bought by <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah, uh, I'm also not a big fan of Ubisoft either. So. <laughs> <laughs> they well, have. See, who, who do we have left? Uh, there's. I mean, after after. 
after CD Projekt Red, I mean, after Cyberpunk, even they were they were on fire. They were unstoppable, but they had they. It feels like they hit something, you know, like a freaking wall, pretty much. But they were going at Mach two when they hit that wall. So, yeah, I hope they can just, I, come out. I feel like companies like Ubisoft or EA Games, they they produce garbage half the time. It's just like like they like Assassin's Creed. Oh my God, how much can you milk one game franchise? Like it's we're on Assassin's Creed fifteen. And this time you're, uh, uh, same I, don't, exa- I don't know. Same exact thing, but in a different time period. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're a gladiator now, or you're a, a warrior from 2247 and you have a lightsaber now. And <laughs> like, uh, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. I've played that game. I'm going to play that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you get my point. It reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you guys ever played, uh, was it game dev tycoon? Yeah, briefly. Is, is that the one where you build like the amusement park stuff? No, no, no. Like your actual game game development uh, like firm. Like you actually are a developer and you develop games and, and put them out there. And, and, and It was a mobile game originally. Yeah, yeah oh, actually, that's okay. where I played it on. I played it. I had, I got some sort of uh, the EA Play or not EA Play, the Google Play like password like that for some reason. I can't remember what it was. So I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll try this game. And like I actually spent like, you know, a good 10, 20 hours on it. And it was, it's, it's crazy because like it's legit i would be making games and doing research to like unlock new stuff to put in games but like in between there i was making shit games so that i'd have enough money to to develop um new gameplay mechanics so i can release a kick-ass game like every like two or three years i'm like huh this seems oddly familiar (laughs) and it worked i mean that's how i was able to play the game like because like you can't crank out like a quality games every single game it just it just didn't especially in that game it didn't work uh, but isn't that what companies used to do like they used to put out quality games and you'd pay 50 bucks for them or whatever and then they'd make like two or three a year maybe and and but i mean oh man and they'd sell millions of copies. A whole podcast on this um <laughs> If you look at it just from like a like a cyclical perspective, I mean, let's just take Blizzard for an example because they're probably one of the wor- best worst examples of all time. Yeah, when they were just Blizzard, and they were making Diablo and the Warcraft RTSs and Starcraft and stuff, and they were just doing their thing. And they were making out like, every game that came out, pretty much everyone loved, and they made a game at a time, and it was great. And then they got bigger, and they got bigger, and that bigger, and then they merged with Activision, and then they had shareholders, and they had you know, revenue targets and et cetera, et cetera. And suddenly they're more concerned about, you know, dividends and, and whatever beyond just trying to make good games. But when that happens, those companies, let's say elevate into a higher level of economy, then hopefully other companies come into that, that space and take it over. And I would argue something like Larian who's making the divinity games has found a spot there where they're only making one game at a time, but people love the games they're putting out. I think they're making the Baldur's Gate. Yeah. They, uh, they, 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 did, they, they did they really? Yeah. They're, they're doing Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. It's oh, man. right now. I really, yeah, I really got to buy that game. I, I was, I was waiting for it to get out of early access. I just yeah. didn't know it was Larry. Oh, I, I have people that I have friends that play it side note clear, but yeah, I have friends that play it and they're excited for the release. So I will definitely buy it when it comes out. I hear it. Yeah. I hear good things about I, it. 
I, I don't think I'd buy that game on early release. Yeah. Same. I just, I think it would ruin it if I played it through and beat it and I'd be like, oh, it's, oh shit, it's not even complete yet. Same. Damn. Yeah. What, what else are they going to do? Yeah. Well, but, I mean, and it was the same thing with CD Projekt Red where they were only doing one game at a time and they had, you know, Witcher 2, which was great, Witcher 3, which was amazing. And then they decided they're going to go a different direction and go to Cyberpunk and then something happened. Still just one game. Yeah, exactly. Still one game. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I get what you're but, saying. But let's, we're not saying, I don't, I don't think we're saying, maybe some people are, that Cyberpunk is a bad game or it's a soulless game. I don't think that's the criticism. I think the criticism is they probably tried to reach too far and we're never going to meet their expectations, but they dug too deep. They still made a game yeah. uh, that I would argue was not just a cash in of, of the Ubisoft open world shit on map uh, yeah. variety. True. Um, so if, you know, they, they that I would, they still exist in that same space. I would say as, as a Larry or, or some other group and can't think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, uh, coffee stain. Sure. <laughs> Wait, what did they just make? What was the thing that we were, Coffee Val Valheim and and yeah yeah, Val- oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I mean they're actually pretty small still they're just getting really yeah I won't say lucky well they're to be fair they really- they actually are now more of a publisher than a developer now That's because true. they didn't actually develop they didn't actually develop uh, Valheim anyway sorry segue over or um I don't know I mean this is a bad example I suppose but in the in the realm of like publishing Devolver yeah you know they pick up all kinds of small stuff that often is awesome or just way out of left field. Luke Hero. They never really got any bigger than the serious Sam stuff. Yeah. I don't think, um, which is fine. Yeah. They don't need to get bigger. They don't need to, ah, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to like discredit CD Project Red. Like I can't say anything cause I haven't played the game yes, yet. No, I, cause I loved like, uh, Richard, Witcher three was one of my top, like top five games of all time. I absolutely enjoyed the hell out of that game. It was so much fun. It was so well made, so well designed. It, it literally was one of my favorite games I've ever played. So I was, that was why I was so excited about Cyberpunk because it was supposed to hopefully be that same feeling in a different setting, in a different time. I kind of said blah blah blah. And I, I really believe, I, like you said, like I really believe CD uh, Projekt wasn't trying to cash in on this. I wholeheartedly believe, <clears throat> excuse me, that they were trying to do something amazing that they were trying to put a lot of effort into this game. And there was just a whole lot of things that ha- went bad. I think with like the development and COVID and all kind of stuff, it was like a perfect storm of, of, of failure and things, things went, did, did not go the way they wanted. I, I know that for sure. I don't think they tried to screw anybody over on purpose. Things just happened that greatly affected. And one of the things was the fact that the game was so intensive, so big and, and, I think they had originally hoped that it would be able to be run on 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 lower systems, but but anyway, I will Conclusion, still. Yeah, capitalism ruins everything. Yes. Yep. Yep. Screw it always does. Like I, mean, I really want to. I really want to play the uh, the new campaign for the Call of Duty. Even though I'm not a big Call of Duty guy at all, like I hear the actual Call of camp- Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah. I, I I don't think I've ever seen you play Call of Duty. Well, if you let me You're finish, so my, incredulous. If you let me finish my statement was, here, Ryan, that was so that was so out of left field. You know, I, know. I haven't played a long time. Call well, of Duty. Well, Call well, of Duty. Let me get actual finish my segue here, sir. Call Duty. of Duty is owned by Activision, who is now on Blizzard. Uh, See, yeah, okay. So the, I, I I've heard that the actual campaign for the new Call of Duty game is amazing, and it's ray traced. 
So, okay, I wanted to try that when I ever get my damn 3080 card. And but then I was like, oh, where am I going to go buy it and let's see how much it is? I'm like, oh, it's on it's on Blizzard. Well, I guess I'm not buying that game then. <laughs> yeah, it's only on their client now. Yeah, I'll wait for it to be again, 20 bucks, and I'll buy it on sale or something like that and play it play it at a later time. But but yeah. Not, not to belabor the point, but Call of Duty is probably the prime example of this entire conversation. Yep. Which is they found something that hit for a lot of people. And for whatever reason, I honestly can't explain this. Maybe no one can. It continues to be popular year after year after year. It's the yeah. but the core gameplay apparently is just fun for people, regardless of what they add onto it and 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 change and so forth. Yeah. Um, when you look at some of the, like the, just the the sales numbers that come out, it's crazy to me. The Call of Duty that comes out in November or whatever of year will stay in like the top five sales for a twelve month period until the next one comes out. Yeah. It's just, I, mean, I don't get it. Well, I, it's not for me, but that's people okay. People love the World War II games. I mean, yeah. they, they love the first-person shooter, World War II, Axis versus Allies kind of game. They just do. And everybody, all, all, all you know, young kids to 60-year-old guys who still game. Yep. Bad kids. Like those kids. kind of game. And, and like, in, as a developer or as a publisher, if you see those numbers, why wouldn't you keep on doing the same thing you're doing? Like and the, there's, there's the capitalism part. Yeah, so I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're well, seeing that, money off this. So. Yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're seeing those numbers coming in, like, okay, why would we not keep on doing what we're doing? Because no matter what we do, people are going to buy it, and we're going to make money. So, like, I get it. I, I I understand that side of it, but at the same time, I wish there was more. I wish it was easier for smaller companies to get a sizable for, footprint of the of the gaming community. But I mean. And it, if if you go, if you're designing developing for PC, I think that exists because, I mean, ha- yes, Valheim does not sell six million copies through word of mouth and Twitch streams. If it's you know they're developing for Xbox, you are 100 percent correct. Isn't going to happen. You're correct. Um, yes. Now what's going to happen? Six months, maybe less. You're going to see a bunch of clones. Yeah. <laughs> with like fa- prettier versions, probably one from epic and probably one from let's say i was gonna say bethesda but they got bought now so they probably have new marching orders somebody else someone's gonna come up with a prettier fancier valheim that's not nearly as interesting or fun but you know it'll have a stamp of approval or something so it'll probably do just fine they'll they'll pay twitch features to play it I, I mean, but I guess that just shows you, you, know, you don't got to be EA games to make a really good game. You know, I mean, Supergiant games with Hades and yeah, Giant is like the poster child of, of doing a, your own thing. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. And being that's, good at it. that's great. And I, I love to see more game developers like that, that don't just like everyone buys EA games because, well, EA makes Star Wars games and I have to buy Star Wars games because <laughs> I love Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And it's well, they, kind of disappointing make, that my only choice is fucking EA. Yeah. They make Madden too. It's why yeah. Madden, it's the only, it's the only game left. That's why it's popular. But, um, yep. Last of its say, kind. Um, image and form, like this, the Steam, uh, Steamworld game d- a studio. Like the next game they're putting out looks super weird. I will buy it the first day because everything they've made so far has been awesome. What game? Gunk. Gunk? No, what, what, Gunk. what's the company? Oh, Image and Form? Form. Steamroll Dig, Steamroll Quest, Steamroll Heist. Oh, okay, okay. I've actually never played those. Oh, they're so much fun. 
Oh, these are, are these all kind of the same like side scrolling little adventure games? Uh, no, not really. The no? Steamroll Dig games are definitely an, a platformy exploration game. Steamroll Heist is a t- turn based tactical game that's in a 2D plane. Huh. Uh, and Steamworld Quest is effectively a card battler, like, say, Slay the Spire. Okay. Hmm. But they all have the same aesthetic. Everything is robots and, like, weird. Not It's not even steampunk. It's, like, I don't know what to call that. Robot punk. Um, <laughs> robot but they, I like they're it. kind of all just in the same universe, and they're kind of branching out now. But, like, they've, to me, they've established their pedigree the same way Supergiant did, like, Obviously, Supergiant did different types of games, and they weren't all the super similar in aesthetic. But you make a string of cool games, even if they're small and you know not hugely popular. I'll play your next one, sure. Huh? I'll have to, I'll have to keep it. I mean, look at that. I mean, some of these are only like ten bucks. I'll, I'll give them a shot. Yeah, you should bad. play SteamWorld Dig or SteamWorld Dig Two for sure. Uh, okay, I'm going to preface this. I I dug pun intended those games uh, because. The, the act of digging deeper, deeper and getting like more valuable stuff out of it is weirdly soothing to me. That's like such a dopamine hit for me. Um, and there's like there's boss fights. There's different. It's it's very it, there's definitely some Castlevania e parts of it, like new abilities and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I played Terria. I, I understand that concept of digging deeper, getting yeah, more yeah. armor, fighting the tougher monsters, that kind of stuff. But it's just, you know, they're also just really silly. All the robots are just kind of like Western <laughs> motif for some reason. Okay. I don't know. And then SteamWorld Heist, it's set in space. And it's seriously like you, it's not quite XCOM, but there's there's cover. Uh, and you have direct control of your shots. But you can like ricochet the bullets off the walls. <laughs> it's actually pretty cool. Anyway. Huh. All right. I, I digress. So evil genius too, huh? I'm yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I can say right. Coming full circle here. Yeah. Uh, the only two things I have to talk about are two things that I did not like. Uh, yeah, let's go. Yep. So Ryan already knows the first one I'm going to talk about. So I'll start with that one. So I my my sadly my my uh, three months of um xbox game pass Pass did not coincide with the time where they actually got the ea play into that so um i had to get ea play separately because i just wanted to play these games so i played i played star wars star wars jedi the fallen order yeah i did and uh, Ryan knows because I was texting him throughout most of this gameplay because I was having, uh, I had some, I had some issues. Ryan, did you play on a uh, gamepad or keyboard? I played on uh, my gamepad. Okay. So yeah. I started playing a gamepad because I knew it was made for that. And I was, I was, I was struggling. I was, I don't know what I was disconnect. I was having between my hands and, and the game, but I was, I was dying a lot and it was just, it was just aggravating. Um, let me pull up my notes here. I'm not going to go through all of it because I kind of got a little crazy <laughs> on my notes. But uh, the big things I want to talk about was I absolutely loved... I, I liked the story a lot. The story of the game is pretty good. I, I enjoyed what they did. Um, 
the only thing was it was it was a little bit cookie cutter. I was telling Ryan like it was the same exact thing. Uh, by the way, this is going to be spoilers, right? Uh, Chris, have you played? No. Are you going to? I. It's definitely possible. Okay, then I will. I will keep the the spoilers to a minimum if possible. Um, <laughs> or yeah, don't spoil it. Yeah. The <laughs> but I felt like the like the the story was wasn't surprising it wasn't oh if it's story spoilers i don't care because i don't care about star wars we know this about me already uh, that's true so it, for everybody else yeah spoilers. it was it was this it was well, my point was that it's the same exact thing that has happened before like it was you know lone apprentice no master learns to use the force by himself blah 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 blah, blah. bad stuff happens you know and and so that was, I, I still enjoyed it, but I was just like, okay, this is kind of similar thing, which I, you know, I, as Ryan knows, it, you, you just come to expect that with the Star Wars game. Um, well, until they put one that's not in a different, in, in, outside of the Empire era. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, I found quite a, bit, a few bugs. Um, and Ryan knows about this. I had one fight that took me 20 attempts, at least. It was very frustrating. Um, I was, I actually went to controller and I went to keyboard and mouse. I had to remap a few things on the keyboard to actually get it to a point where I could play the game, uh, smoothly because the game, like you just can't go through the game and like hack, hack your way through it. Like you have to block, you have to dodge, you have to do this, you have to do that. It's a lot of timing, that kind of stuff. And I wasn't playing at a hard difficulty. I was playing at the one above easy, whatever that was. I, play, I usually play games at normal for my first playthrough. and. I was, I was called like a princess. What's that? Was it called like, a princess? <laughs> I don't remember what it was called to be Had honest. Okay. Um, but like, there was just a lot of things that would, that was very frustrating to me in the game. And it could be the fact that it was a port, but Ryan also played it on PC. So it could just be me. Uh, yeah, I had no, well, I think I had one, one bug on Steam, on the Steam version, that I had to restart the game and load to a, a previous save. Okay, um, but that was only one time. Other than that, the game worked flawlessly. I think this was the the fight you did on Dathomir that you had the issue with. Yeah, see, I What's... beat that first time, no issue. Really? Yeah, that boss fight on Dathomir, the no guy, issue. the guy. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. No, no problem at all. I I I struggled so hard with it, and I don't know why. Like I understood, like once I played them once, okay, I know I have to do to beat this guy. It wasn't super hard, but maybe there was just some. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to blame it on anything because I really, I honestly don't know the, the 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 problem with it. But during that fight, what made it even more frustrating is twice I got stuck and I couldn't move. And once it was on a piece of um, the environment, and like I was just sitting there, I, I tried to dodge, I tried to jump, I tried to do all this kind of stuff. I could not move. He killed me instantly. And the other one, I got stuck on my quote-unquote friend. And they weren't even there anymore. But it thought it was, even though, yeah, it was, it was, it was like, okay, like, again, like, so like, I had, I had these attempts that I was getting, I was getting so close and something would happen. It just felt like there was either like a disconnect between my, my computer and the game that I was doing things and it wasn't taking it or like, I, I don't know what it was, but I finally beat it. And it wasn't like I was to the point where I was so frustrated I didn't want to play the game more because obviously I finished it. But um, the the big thing 
that I had issues with was the save points. I I thought that that was a clunky way of doing that because if you so there's these meditation circles where you go into and it's it's either you can you you, you meditate and you learn new skills you use the points that you get from the killing things as experience or you rest and when you rest you get your health back and all of your stims back but in doing so every single bad guy you've already killed respawns so in the game there are places there are times where you'll have to clear out an area climb up to the save point and let's say something happened and you took damage or a lot of damage you need to heal yourself you go up there heal yourself and they all come back and they're like five feet from you like below you when when you come when you, when you come back out of the meditation so it was a lot of things that kind of broke me out of the the plausible like did i just literally sit there for like hours while all these people just like walked back from their ship to restock the people that i killed and then they're just like okay we're gonna we're gonna ignore that guy that's sitting up there with all the particle effects coming off of him as he as he meditates, and we're just gonna sit here and wait and not shoot him. So that was one of the big things for me that kind of kind of uh, kind of bugged me a lot. Uh, the let- the the level design also was not that great. They only had like five planets to go on, which was a little disappointing. And you just had to keep on going back to the same places that you went to before using different abilities that you've unlocked on different planets to like, you know, as uh, there's, there was, there's a game of gates pretty much like, can't do this until you get this ability. Can't do this until you get this ability. And I felt like they should have unlocked the abilities so much faster and had actually more gameplay based on all of the things unlocked instead of gating every single area based on ability. And then like, to end a level, you had to go back to your ship. But on some levels, you had to like literally walk through the area you just came through to get back to your ship. There, like, there was some shortcuts, but in my opinion, there wasn't enough. Because especially if you got to the end where you had to do a boss fight and you took damage, you'd go back and save and heal yourself. But you had to walk through the level again, and all the the bad guys are back again. So you had to kill them again. It was just like I, I don't know. It was just what's that. Yeah. And it actually it actually was a, a felt like a Dark Souls game, to be honest, even though I've never played it before. If you get killed, you have to go you go back to the last time you saved and you have to go you have to go hit the person that you died to in order to get your stuff, your your experience and health back. Yep. So I had heard some stuff like that about it, but I was kinda like skeptical. Yeah, it's a Star Wars game. Yeah. I mean, having having played Dark Souls and played this, this is a definitely a more tame version of Dark oh, Souls. And I agree. Yeah, yeah, I would never. I, I I couldn't do Dark Souls. I think you're the same same way, Ryan. Like, no, it's not. It's I, not yeah, for me. Just, yeah, like the save points by the time you die are, are like maybe a couple minutes, and yeah, you got to fight a few guys to get there. But it wasn't half as bad as Dark Souls. Um, and then like all of the people that have unblockable attacks, but you don't have any unblockable attacks. Uh, they're just expecting you to be like nimble on your feet and dodge spam. Um, there are times where like I was blocking, but it wouldn't block. Um, and like they would, they would like there'd be an area full of bad guys, right? But then they would put like a rocket guy a hundred meters away from you that you can't attack. So you have to attack and kill other people while being shot rockets at. Sometimes like three rocket guys trying to shoot you. It just, it just. 
I don't know. It felt like it was, it just felt like it was, it was not, it was still, it was, I can't say it's a bad game. It just, I felt like it could have been so much better. I, I feel like they kind of, they kind of swung a miss on this one or followed off, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I blame EA, so. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> See, I will say this, the, the best, the best part of the game though, in my opinion, I actually adored was, was the little robot BD one. BD one was probably my favorite Star Wars robot out of all of them. Uh, minus the the OGs C3PO and R2D2. But like BB8 was cute, but man this little guy, he was so much more animated. Was, he, he's like he it was the first robot that wasn't a, sh- a shape. <laughs> I, I feel bad for saying that. Um like you know freaking R2D2 was a cigar and BB8 was a ball, a sphere. So he actually had like um, he had legs and like very expressive eyes and that kind of stuff. And he was a little, he was cute and he had a backstory. His backstory is more, more impressive than my backstory. So yeah, he, I would say play the game just for the BD one. For a second. I was like your backstory. Like you just, your life. Yeah, oh, you my, the yeah, me, backstory. me, no, no, no. The character Cal, Cal Kest, Kestis. That one was right. Right. Uh, sorry. What? This guy's I, name is Cal, I, the main character. Cal, Cal, Cal Kestis. With a C, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. it's been almost a year since I played yeah. it, so I don't remember exactly. I will say that even on my 1080, the game looked beautiful. Like they did a really good job on the graphics in the game. Like there were a lot of times where, like, because it was uh, everything was uh, motion captured, all the faces and all the all the kind of stuff. I could, I, I think it was, it looked like it was. So like the actual cutscenes between the characters were actually really cool. Like that was probably one of my another one of my favorite things was like the actual cutscenes, uh, even though they didn't really make any sense with the story, the kind of things. It was like, it was it was an actual really cool. Um, they looked really good. They looked really good. Um, I have more things, but I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to freaking rant forever. But the other game that failed in my estimation, uh, I played. I noticed uh, last week or week before that Breath Edge came out of early access and as someone who played and really enjoyed Subnautica another one of my top five games I was excited about this because it was it was Subnautica on space so I never played it at all I waited for it to come out I bought it but I waited for it to come out into uh, of early access and I have to say um, the game sucks it's it seriously fell flat of like being Subnautica. Uh, I actually stopped playing it. I have no desire to ever play it again. Um, I tried. I gave it a good effort, um, but it 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 literally copied things from a Subnautica, but forgot to copy the fact that it was Subnautica was fun. Um, the the game. Um, the fact that you're in space with a 3D, uh, a 3D map, which is the same same thing as as being underwater, you can move in a 3D a 3D path. But um, in Breathage, like in, in Subnautica, if you run out of air, you can just go up where you're at to the surface. In Breathage, you had to go back to <laughs> a place that had oxygen. So, um, which makes sense. Like I'm not, I'm not faulting that, but. Um, it's, it's just, 
they they tried too hard to make it funny. Like there were like some spots in the game that were funny to me, but like it is it was just like it was like the definition of try hard and failing. Um, there are there are so much stuff in the game that was completely useless that was quote unquote collectible. So like in my sh- my in my ships and my stations, there's literally a corner full of crap that I got that means has absolutely nothing to do with the game. Um, and yeah, it it was just like I, it it just yeah. It, I said I I wanted to love I wanted I was really excited to play it. I was really looking forward to it, and it just it just didn't it didn't serve it didn't deliver. I will take that under advisement since I have it installed <laughs> and haven't, haven't played it yet. And, and like I said, uh, maybe I, 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 I actually would like to, I'd love to see you play it and tell me what you think of it and see if you agree with me or not. Um, it, it, I, like I said, I, I really would be interested to see if, if you, if you agree with me or not, but it's, it's, it's just, I don't know. I, I, it was just I, so frustrating. I think I got it in a humble bundle last year, and, okay. and the only reason—not the only reason—but I I got the bundle and or the tier it was in, whatever. Because, well, first of all, I honestly didn't recognize that it was that style of game. Um, but it seemed like it was a little bit absurdist, and that speaks to me. Oh, it's extremely absurd. So I'm. I guess I'll have to try it. I mean, obviously, I can't really make a. Uh, judgment on a game I haven't actually played yet. Yeah. I mean, I could, but that's lame. But I mean, I mean, uh, like the the absurdity starts in the trailer that you watched, as in, like you're in a ship that has crashed and you need to block a air leak and you use a piece of gum to do yeah, so. It, it kind of sold me. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, okay, this is, this is dumb. This understands what's happening here. I'm I'm on the joke. And I think I said I think they they tried too hard to to go down that rabbit hole. And they just didn't stop. It just it just continues to to dive bomb. To- Would you say that it's the Sharknado of this type of game? Absolutely not. Sharknado is better. <sighs> Would you say <laughs> that it's the Lava Lantula of this type of game? So what the hell is Lava Lantula? <laughs> don't don't I'm look so it up. Glad you asked. Right? Don't don't we don't want to go down this. So so no because. <laughs> The reason why those are "quote unquote" watchable is because, and <laughs> <laughs> yes, that required air quotes, uh, is because not only are do they not take themselves serious, but they're trying to be absurd at the same time. This game tries to be absurd, but is taking itself serious, and and that is where like they were they were like I said like they they were just trying so hard to be absurd that they forgot to make a game it's just like like the story is like hinted at as you go through and like maybe maybe I'll watch a youtube video to find out what the actual story was but like i just it the auto save is broken and I can't tell you after the after, literally after the fourth time of leaving losing several hours of gameplay, I gave up. Like I hate games where you have to save constantly because you're fear of losing something. That seems like not a good game to me. That's, that doesn't seem like a good game plan. If you save every ten minutes, every th- half an hour, I'm perfectly fine with that. 
I don't mind if I screw up or do something stupid because in games, I like to like try things I probably shouldn't be doing. I don't know about you guys and see if I can get away with it. And like in that game, that causes you to die. And when you die, you go back to the last save point. And the, when the autofill save, I literally came back and like, where the hell am I? Oh my God. This is literally two hours of gameplay after I went and did all this other stuff. And so I got tired of doing that doing that over again. So my advice to you, Boone, you, when, you, when you play, Chris, is just continuously save. <laughs> after you do something, anything major, save. Right, right. So Maybe, maybe if you want to play Sidmonica again. <laughs> Yeah, and like maybe maybe I'll play some market like a palate cleanser, you know. But I only ever played I don't know five or six hours of that game. I think. And and see, and the reason why I love Subnautica is because it had like oh, by the way, one one more thing before Breath Edge, base building, absolutely useless. You don't even have to do it. Yes. To beat the game, I'm sold. And you tell me things I like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, what's the point of having it in there? If like in Subnautica, yes, you don't technically. It's a similar thing where you have to build a base in order to make the um, to make the ships to go to where you need to go. In this game, I don't think you need to do that, at least not yet. And I, 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 I checked my playtime on it. It was like 30 hours. It felt like three hundred. That's how frustrating. Like I was, I was shocked when I went to see. Like, no, I had to have more than thirty hours in this game. I've had to, and it, I did it. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, way to, way to, way to, way to screw that up. But yeah, okay. Well, all right. But that's pretty much okay. all I had. I've been talking for a while, so somebody else please go now. Uh. Well, uh, the only thing I've really been, I've been playing two VR games, uh, Half-Life Alex and Ooh. Saints and Sinners. Yeah. Um, Half-Life Alex was uh, phenomenal. Takes about 15 hours to beat the game on average. Uh, it is what I would say is the pinnacle of what VR companies should be making. You know, I'm I'm so tired of going through this the the store and seeing games for thirty bucks that are like, hey, stand in this circle and kill waves of zombies with these random weapons we give you. Um, they need to stop making those. Those are the same crappy game that's not worth thirty bucks. That's a two dollar game you find on Steam. You know, for some reason, I imagine you in a store, an actual physical store, looking at games when. No, we we don't shop that way anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, like on, you're on the Oculus Store, you're on yeah. Steam, and you're looking yeah. at stuff, and it's like these are garbage. Like, why are these thirty bucks a pop? Like, yeah. And and then you play a game like Alex, which I got on sale for thirty five dollars because it was a was it a year it was out. Yeah, it was, I, I, think, it. I think it was that's yeah, what it was yeah. the anniversary sale. The, yeah. the anniversary, and I was like, okay, it's thirty five bucks. It's probably not going to get any better than that, at least anytime soon. And I really want to play it because I just bought my brand new VR headset not too long ago. So I'm just going to do it. And it was great. It was phenomenal. Great storyline. If you've played the Half-Life games, uh, it feels very much in line with those. You know, you you get a little uh, a little bit more storyline that you weren't aware of before. And it sets it up nicely to have another sequel and continue on with the storyline, which I, I, I seriously hope that they are going to plan to do that or release more missions or something. Um, but yeah, everything, everything worked great. You know, um, you kind of start out with just a pistol and you, 
you get you pick up these things called resin and you can use the resin to upgrade your gun and then eventually you'll find like a shotgun or an assault rifle later on and use the resin to upgrade those guns and uh they have uh god what is that actor's name i'm trying to think of what else i've seen him in um he was the boss in bruce almighty um or not bruce almighty uh the other jim carrey movie that i i don't really remember uh and I'm sure he, oh, he was in Jumanji. He was like the the NPC guy in Jumanji. If you saw that, the, I can't think of his name. One? The like the new one's with the rock, Australian sounding guy. Yeah, the Australian sounding guy. I don't he's know. the he's like the 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 guy on the the headset talking to Alex as you're going through. Okay, and he was he was hysterical, making comments about stuff. He 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 kind of reminds me of the Nigel from Portal Two. That kind of robot who talks to you and makes jokes, and you're just like, what? He's so stupid. Uh, but he was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it was just a great a overall great game. I really enjoyed it. I, you, you told the Texas, us, I think it was on sale. And then I waited a few days and I checked and it was still on sale and I looked at the minimum requirements <laughs> and I started doing a little bit of searching to see what people had to say. If they actually run that game on the card that I still have in my computer. And the consensus was it'll probably run. At the lowest possible settings. <laughs> it's a great game, though. And I was like, ah, I'm just going to wait until I actually have a car worth playing it on. Yeah. And that's that's a funny thing because so I tried to play it over the virtual desktop and it was super laggy. But I, I don't know if that's just because I have crappy network right now. And I, I'm trying to finagle a way to, to make that better. But uh, every time I use the Oculus link cable, it would tell me you do not have enough GPU memory in your video card to run this game correctly. And I was like, I have a 1080 TI with 11 gigs of video memory. It's like, Jesus Christ, how much video memory do you need for this game? Granted, I think I was running everything on high, not ultra. So I was three quarters of the way, I guess. But it gave me that warning every single time. And I don't remember my computer ever having a hiccup. So, but it would always say, you don't have enough video memory to run this game properly. I just went, okay, well, I'm just going to do it anyway. Um, but I never had an issue. Well, as we probably discussed previously, I'm still running a 970. And yeah, it's a little bit behind the curve. The specs on the page say minimum 1060, which Oof. is technically about the same level as what I have. Well, because... Uh, because like VR back in the day, like the the lowest you could play it on was a nine eighty. I mean, then, I can play stuff in VR on what I have. Yeah, it's just nothing, nothing quite on that level. So I was like, oh dang, I guess I'll instead of instead of playing it at a reduced, you know, fidelity just to play it. I'll, you know, eventually, eventually, right? There'll be cards you can buy for market price. Yeah, eventually, <laughs> sure, be a thing someday. Once the, the 4000 series comes out. And then it'll be Chris's day to shine. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm also do the same thing. I also wanted, I also really want to play it as well. Everybody that I know who plays it says the exact same thing that Ryan said. It's a really amazing game, but I don't want to, I don't want to play now, it yet. Now, granted, it took me a really long time to play through it. It took me two weeks because it gave me severe motion sickness because I refuse to play games like that with the, so they have that warp jumping mechanic and there are times when you have to use it. And it's literally when you have to make a jump Mm. because there's not really a good way to do a jump run (laughs) thing in VR. I mean, you could probably try it, but yeah, it'd be all weird. Yeah. 
Uh, so that that's the only time you had to use that. Other than that, I used the the sticks to to move around and you know the the set to kind of look, and it it made me dizzy. It just it just does. But I refuse to play a game like that with like snap motion or that weird grab and move mechanic that Gorn had. <laughs> you know, I love Gorn's movement mechanic. Well, see, I when I when I bought Gorn, I totally disabled that and did the the sticks because okay. it just. It took the experience away, having to like look like you're crawling on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. It didn't make any sense to me. So it's unique. Yeah. I, I could only play the game for like an hour at a time before I had to take the headset off and be like, okay, I need to sit down for a while and not look at this thing. I, I can validate that. I was at his house like last week and then he came downstairs and he was like, whew, <laughs> I had to take that headset off. <laughs> yeah. It gets a little intense. So. But and uh, the other one I played was uh, Saints and Sinners. Uh, that's the uh, uh, Walking Dead game. Yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah, I I, I like the concept. Uh, it's got a lot of cool concepts. You know, you have a backpack and you have like an axe on your back and like a, a knife on your side and a, and a gun. So it's it's cool in in terms of everything is you know you got to like unload the gun and load in a shell individually and kind of snap everything into place. So it feels very realistic. I hate the time limit aspect of the game i hate it because to me a game like that where you're you're searching for materials that you can you know scrap and then you can build new stuff and the the game is kind of centered around subtlety and exploration and trying to find items to you know build up your character and they have like a 15 minute time limit on each level you get into otherwise the zombie horde basically kills you so it, it, it kind of ruins that aspect of the game where like, I think the last map I was, I was on, I got like a quarter of the way through it before the bell started to ding telling me I had like two minutes to get back to my raft to safety. And I was just kind of like, all right, that's kind of stupid. I'm, you know, I'm only like a quarter of the way through the game because I'm still exploring and it just, it, it kind of ruined the experience for me. I don't think I would have included that. Uh, I know some people like that time limit pressure, things so i'm sure a lot of people love it but it just just not for me yeah and I, I think too that it it's kind of like you were talking about with the, with the star wars game earlier chris the the way the enemies respawn ruins some of the realism of the game yeah. so like you just kill your way through like a, a house and you'll be going back through and they'll respawn in the room you just were in yeah and you're like okay why is there another zombie all of a sudden in this room it's well because the game just decided to add it back in all of a sudden. So those are the two biggest complaints I had with it. Other than that, I really like the game. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. You know, like I said, you know, the crafting materials you can save up and spend your points on like melee weapons and get like a cool samurai sword and stuff and hack zombies heads off with it. And so there's lots of cool stuff you could do, but I don't know if I'll ever get past the the weird time limit and spawning mechanism. Does it have any kind of sandbox mode or, you know, let me play without the timers? Uh, not that I'm aware of. They have like a, an easier mode, but I don't know if that's, I haven't looked into it too hard, but I, I think that just limits the durability because each gear weapon has durability. So it'll break and then you have to craft a new one, which is fine. But then that means you have to go out and collect more materials. And every time, every day that you sleep, there be, there's more zombies in the game. It's harder. 
So it feels like you're constantly losing a battle over and over again, unless you're progressing through the maps. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, okay, so I can't like stay behind and, you know, quote unquote, grind through maps to for materials because every time I do the game just gets harder. So I don't know. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. But I, I might look into it eventually if they do some sort of mod or something to change that aspect. I might go, I might go back to it, but for now I think I'm just going to put it on hold. Yeah. That was the same thing I was talking about with that, uh, shipwrecker game where they have a, uh, it's that originally came out with a um, time limit only. And then they did release a, a update later where it was, you just can do freeform. And I love freeform so much more. It's so much more relaxing. You know, I didn't have to worry about always freaking running out of time. So I get it. I, I understand. I mean, just for that, I mean, it, it would be different if it was like your weapons didn't have durability and you were going out there with a big ax and a sword and you were just hacking through things and, you know, trying to clear a map because then, okay, then it's a time limit game. And, but this seems like a subterfuge game. You're, you're sneaking around and you're, you know, killing zombies because you don't want to alert a giant horde of them. And, you know, it, it it's not like, I, I don't know. It's not an action game. It's a survival crafting kind of steep sneak stealth game. I'm like, then why am I timed? I don't know. Because the zombies don't care how sneaky you are. It's true. Dun, I mean, and it, and it makes sense. It's it's supposed to indicate like, you know, you get there early in the morning and then by the evening time, the church bells ding. And when the church bells ding, all the zombies like flood to the city because they hear the bells go off. So I'm like, okay, I kind of get that. But a day doesn't take place in 15 minutes. <laughs> so... Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe when you're surviving in a zombie apocalypse, it seems like it, though. And who the hell is ringing the damn bells? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Turn that off. It's automatic. <laughs> I guess. Church still has power. Yeah. And then uh, I did buy Red Dead Redemption 2 because uh, it was on sale, and I figured I really wanted to play it, but I only got about 10 minutes into it and haven't done more than that. So um, I don't have much to say on it yet. What platform? PC. Okay. Yeah. I think I, I think I downloaded that from like Game Pass like uh, four months ago. It was like 100 gigs. It was insanely large. And I don't I don't even think I'm going to like the game. I just, I've heard that the world exploration is really good. I don't care at all about playing through the story. <laughs> so I'm not sure that's going to work out for me. Yeah. I mean, that's what I did. And I, I, I did eventually do that for Grand Theft Auto. But, you know, like I have like... Pfft, 10, 20 hours into Grand Theft Auto before I was like, all right, maybe I'll start the story after just driving around, killing people and having fun <laughs> in that game. <laughs> then you like, started the campaign, which is not fun. Yeah. Go so, ahead and kill that fun. Yeah. So I, I assume eventually I, you kind of are forced to start the story in that game because it starts you out that way. You can do like the online mode too, kind of like Grand Theft Auto, but I didn't. I don't do the online mode because I don't want to play with a bunch of five-year-old kids. Yeah. So, word. I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't want to be called various things with high squeak by high squeaky voice kids. Yeah, I'm good. Talk about my mom. I'd rather play yeah. five year olds than the twelve year olds. Well, that's what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you meant. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> I'm good. I'm too old for that. I don't care. It's like I I just don't have the time for that. But that's about it for me. Ryan has consumed and reported. Yep. <laughs> End of Act Two. Um. All right, so, some Chris, you mentioned something. I was going to jump in at the time, but I figured I would wait. You're talking about, I think, I think it was Breath Edge, um, just doing something in a game just to see what'll happen, or you know, yeah. maybe see if you can break it in some dumb way. Yep. Um, which reminded me. So, I don't even know why. For some reason, is it last week or maybe two weeks ago? Uh, I had the sudden quote unquote urge. That's not the right word, but the sudden inspiration to uh to re-download rise of the tomb raider and and see if i could finish it okay um because my according to steam i was like 20 hours into the game and i i literally stopped playing five years ago i don't know why i just i guess i wasn't in the mood so i, I downloaded it again and booted it back up <clears throat> literally five years to the day since i last played it which is totally on accident and i played like three hours and i was done you finished the like, game oh. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I was in the last section, like uh, the, the very last lost city or whatever the hell it was. And all I had to do was pretty much go up to the next section and get to the boss fight and then the game was over. And I was like, oh, that's kind of silly. I really was that close. <laughs> I just stopped playing. But um, I was, I guess I, I was on the impression because um, I, I like those games. The, the reboots are pretty fun. Yeah, they're, you know, very uncharted, but those are good games, too. Uh, but I heard that the third one kind of dialed back some of the combat more and was really more of a puzzler exploration um, uh, approach to to the games, which I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I want right now. I have something like that. I don't really care about the combat that much. What's the what's the third one called? Shadow of the Tomb. OK, gotcha. I, could, I can't keep from track because they're all the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, and luckily for me, there was a Square Enix sale running, not owned by Sony. And uh, <laughs> uh, Shadow up, Raider was like eighty-seven percent off for the you know definitive edition with all the content as part of it because that game's three years old now, I think. So I picked it up for like thirteen dollars. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that'll be a good fun fun thing to play now. And and so far, I'm uh, five hours in, maybe. Um, it definitely, I've I probably had to fight like less than twelve guys. I think probably total. Um, and even when you do get into combat, it's almost more stealth like, like she like rubs mud on herself and gets in the bushes and like stealth kills everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little weird, but, um, but it's definitely been more about exploring and finding the tombs and finding crypts and just discovering stuff and figuring out how to work out the puzzles, which I'm like, that's okay. That's where I'm at. That's my jam right now. It's not very far. <clears throat> I think I'll probably get through this one, uh, on the first try, uh, you know, I don't care about the story at all. Whatever. Oh, Trinity's still bad guys. How come no one else is trying to stop these guys? It's just Lara Croft. I don't understand. Yeah, she's the only one that like cares. Government's involved. This is really weird. Because she's a badass. They're trying to end the world like repeatedly, and everyone's just like, ah, they're fine. But um, <laughs> I just wanted to admit. Oh, so the reason I brought that up, Jesus, that, there's there's the uh, the segue. Yep, yep. Do you remember when the first one came out? Um, just Tomb Raider. I'm sorry, the first reboot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and the people found that if you made a bad jump or something and, and Lara died, it was often very gruesome. Yes. And like she'd get like stuff poked through her face and just impaled and everything. Yes. It was very, so, very bad. 
Yeah, it was really over the top. It was. So I was talking to a friend at the time. I was playing a little bit and we were talking about it. And he was like, is that still happening in this game? And I was like, I don't actually know. Let me see what happens if I jump off this cliff. Um, which you totally can, by the way. You pretty much jump off everything you want to in this game. And if you die, you die. And that's no big deal. Um, and at first, I thought it had been dialed back because like, I was going through like a, a tomb and I triggered a trap on purpose. And like, you know, spikes came out, but it, when, when they hit me, like the camera view was sort of closer to the ground. So you kind of see my legs dangling there and like blood on the screen, but it wasn't like, you know, her face just like, um, I was like, Oh, they seem to have maybe made really like that sound effect. Yeah, it was good. Um, made it a little bit, you know, less graphic maybe because it was totally unnecessary. And I was like, Oh, okay, that's cool. And I started getting her killed multiple ways to see what happened. And I was wrong. Um, there's a, there's a sequence where you're kind of it's like trapped in a, fl- a flash flood. And if you don't try to avoid like the broken pieces of buildings, you'll hit the rebar and get impaled. And I took a screenshot of one time where it like went through her head. And <laughs> oh. it was, she was just like completely, you know, just like bleh, tongue hanging out. She was super dead. Wow. Um, a couple other times. Good. <laughs> As I say, that, that, see, that, that sounds awesome to me because I'm morbid. <laughs> like, like, no, I, I wasn't like offended by it. I, I thought it was funny because it's so, it's, un, it's just silly. Um, <laughs> a couple other times I, I triggered a trap just to get speared and see how that looked. And, um, uh, I was just curious, but I've, I've been trying to do dumb things in that game because the save points are pretty liberal. And if you die, you, you won't lose much progress. So I'm constantly just, can I get over there? Nope. Nope. No, I can't. Okay. No problem. And then, you know, maybe sometimes I'll just fall to my death, which is not very interesting. It's really when you get like impaled by something that's the best or crushed. <laughs> It's the small things, right? The small things. You yeah. got to keep it going, you know, keep you invested. Um, but um, so, hey, Chris, guess what? I, I finished Greece. Gris? Gris. <gasps> okay. Because we uh, remember the text message we got from you. Yeah, I forgot what I said. I think <laughs> I'm playing Gris again and we, we all just laugh. Oh, no, no, no. No. It, was, it was more vulgar because we're an explicit podcast now. I I'm, think it I'm, was, oh, I'm, I'm playing, playing fucking Gris again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was. <laughs> I, I had my PS4 up and I just wanted to play something simple. I looked at my installed games and I was like, ah, okay, I'll go back to that game. I know it's not very long, so we'll see how I feel about it now. Um, I, I think I, I finished it in one sitting. One or two. I can't remember. It might have been one sitting. It was probably halfway through the game already. Uh, so here's what I want to say. Okay, I'm ready. I can take it. No, 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 no. It's um, there's Here's the things I liked about that game. Um, the music is wonderful. Yep. It's really well done. Um, it's it's intense when it needs to be, and it's subtle when it needs to be, and it kind of just matches what's going on the, on the screen at all times. It was just it was really good. Um, the animation, and I say this with some uh, qualifiers, the normal game animation is fine. Uh, the design is is very you know. It's sparse, I would guess. I would say, use a lot of shapes to to um, uh, signify stuff. Like a tree is just like a square on top, or a triangle or something, just to make it for because the platforming is involved, and that works for the aesthetic. Um, the animation in the like in-game cutscenes, which is sort of when they you know take the engine and and make some stuff happen, is actually really incredible. Uh, the animation of the actual cutscenes when they pull you out of the game are even better. Yeah, they're almost. I don't even know what, what what to compare them to. They remind me of some style, and I'm not sure what it is. Um, but it's it's very 
car- no, cartoony is the wrong word. They're they're almost oh, anime ish. Yeah, sure. Because usually how anime has that higher level of graphics and higher level of precision, and they're it's very dramatic but clear. If that makes sense. Like it's not like it's like blurry. It's not like fast motion, but it was just always defined. It's just, it moves forward. really well. Yes, defined. I don't have a good way to describe it. Yes, yeah. um, it's very pretty. That being said, I mean, I finished the game. I played through it. I understand that there's, you know, a theme of grief and loss in in the, in the game. Um, it's unfortunate that I played this after I played Journey, and I say that because even though I played Journey years ago, six, seven years ago, I'm not sure when. It's it's one of those. And I'm not saying it's the same game. Obviously, Journey was a 3D platformer. This is a 2D platformer. Different concepts, different art styles. Blah blah blah. But from the perspective of you play through this relatively short game, there's no dialogue. There's no obvious narrative to it. You just kind of play through it and experience what the game has to give you. Playing through Journey, for me, the first time was very impactful. Like I finished that game and I was like, dang, that was an experience. And so playing a game where it kind of does the same idea, where it's presenting a story to you without telling you the story. It's all visual. And having you just, you know, go through it and understand what they're trying to say, it it's it's unfortunate. It kind of gets uh, it, it, it gets unfairly compared to a game like Journey just because I'm like, well, I've been through an experience like that before. <laughs> and now this one is also really well done, but it doesn't have the same impact on me anymore. And I was going to say something like like a Limbo um, did the same thing for other types of games where you play Limbo and you're like, damn that was cool. And then something else comes along and it's like, this is also cool, but I played limbo first. Yeah. So now this is diminished. So long story short, uh, well-made game. It, I mean, it's probably less than four hours. I think it was pretty quick. I didn't really keep track of it, but uh, it goes by, um, you know, I'm glad I finished it, but it, it definitely didn't have what I feel like was the, experience that yourself or your friends had when they played it. Maybe that's just a personal thing at some level because of what the, uh, the, um, you know, the narrative really is about. So it was, it was all right. Brian, you should probably finish it. Uh, okay. I don't have game pass anymore. So it's, uh, it's going unless I buy it. Yeah. I was like $6 on PSN when I bought it. It wasn't crazy expensive. Well, if it goes on sale for, I'm, yeah, I'm not buying it for seventeen dollars. If it goes on sale for a couple bucks, maybe I'll buy it and, and give it another go. <laughs> Let me see if I have a key for it. I'll, I'll just bring my PS4 to your house. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, I wouldn't hey, do that. And it, and if you guys want to play Half Life, Alex, you can always come over here and play it. Try it out. So you know, <laughs> just to get a taste that I can't enjoy at home. <laughs> I should be. I mean, able, oh no, I can't. Uh, it it does work. So yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, I, I appreciate it. Like I said, I, I could go play it right now, but I don't want to move my computer anymore. That was the whole entire point of building another one. Yeah, that's you know the good part about my office is I have a, a nice big space right yeah. now that I can do it in. So, um, I haven't been playing a lot of other stuff. Obviously, I'm still playing Rocket League because for some reason that game just no. won't let go of me. Ever. Despite my inability to really 
improve anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm still playing uh, Nino Kuni 2. Okay. Um, I was going to ask him an update on that. Game's still branching out. I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'll be able to get into the water and actually cross like the, the body's water to other areas. Uh, I... I think I'm I think I'm finding my my groove in that game finally. Um mostly with the combat part of it where I I was for a while just going in and just like just a swing in my my weapon just at everything. I didn't really care. I wasn't like really targeting anything in particular. I wasn't going after the healers or I was just like, "Rah, here I come." And I'm trying to be a little bit more discerning when I get into those fights and let my NPC guys do their thing and try to take advantage of different um abilities and uh and allies and stuff it, you know it works the combat is very serviceable in that game it doesn't bother me it doesn't bother me like the first one did which is a compliment in a weird way <laughs> that's good um the kingdom building still works i think it's going to get annoying after a while because there's like each building that has research you can do it can see how many levels or how many different things i can research and i'm like ugh, 25 really <laughs> why i'm gonna do three of these and i'm gonna stop um, hopefully some of that stuff does not prevent you from, you know, uh, finishing the game progressing. Yeah. yeah. Like, Oh, you didn't build the super duper sword in your home base. You can't finish the boss fight. Oh, damn it. I'm like 12 levels behind that one. Um, yeah, so it's, it's still fun. Very it's super. Yeah. It's the kind of RPG I guess I was looking for right now. Good. And, um, still playing some wow with my friends, my work friends. It's, uh, doing our dungeons when we can good stuff um that i haven't really because i haven't played that much more and here's why um <laughs> a lot of my free time has last few weeks last month or so has been me watching uh from the beginning of campaign two, critical role oh god and i think i'm on episode 23 now uh i am really enjoying watching it it's interesting as someone who has doesn't have a ton of experience actually playing through role playing campaigns with people, um, it's just interesting to watch it and and watch people who are clearly having a great time with each other play through the game. I think that that seems I think that sets it apart in so many ways. Where the last experience I had playing a and D campaign with people was with two people, three people I knew two people I met for the game and none of which I really considered to be friends. They were acquaintances, more or less coworkers to some degree. Um, so it was, you know, we had fun, but it was missing something. And I felt like people weren't always super engaged and I, and it fell off that game after a while. So just watching these people who are clearly good friends, just having a blast with it. And, and just whenever something happens, I'm pulling out my handbook and being like, what does that spell do? <laughs> wait how do yeah. you play this character oh that's so cool i should play that next time um and that, you know those those episodes every each uh one they do is like three and a half to four hours long so it takes me a few days to get through each one of them yeah i also I might never catch up that was why i stopped unfortunately um not only that the fact that they played on the game the game the day that i played <laughs> so I was playing D&D when they were playing D&D. So, oops, sorry. People like were at work. Like, did you watch, did you watch it last night? I'm like, no, <laughs> I was playing my own. But yeah, if they were shorter, if they're like recaps, I would, I would, I would watch. 
I'd, I'd watch the recaps for sure. But there are there's like well, highlights. There's like funny parts of it, but like I, I don't have any context for it. You know? Yeah, I've been trying to figure out. Um, I, I think what they were doing was, well, I, I can't speak very intelligent about it. At some point, they were doing recaps, but I haven't figured out right now if there was just a simple recap or if they waited until they started doing the animated recaps, which there are not very many of those as far as I can tell, and they're way behind. Uh-huh. So as far as like actually seeing like what happened over this section 50 episodes ago, I'm not sure that exists. <laughs> yeah. Which is too bad. Yeah. Um, and I, I admit sometimes I get a little bit, I'm not bored, but and antsy <laughs> maybe. Yeah. When clearly the next section is going to be a long kind of, you know, narrative building section um, where they're just experiencing the world and not, nothing's really going to happen. I'm like, ah, but they're all so good at what they do that I keep waiting for those like really awesome moments where someone is acting the shit out of their character. Um, And then it's like totally worth it. I'm like, Whoa, they're so into this right now. Yeah. They're, they're very good at what they do, you know? And and Matt Mercer, the the GM, is is very good at being a GM. I've never I've never seen a GM <laughs> quite like him before. Yeah, uh, very very good at it. You know, uh, been doing it for twenty years. Obviously, he knows what he's doing. Um, so that that I think that 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 element is is a good part of that. The, the group dynamic is probably the best part of that. Agreed. That game that, yeah, they, yeah. that they they really do care about each other. You can tell. You can tell that. You can tell that. I, I, we can debate commercialism of, of that, but <laughs> that, that that at one time they they were doing it for fun. You know, it was it wasn't it wasn't a a business as it is now. But it it, it, it they were a, with good intentions a core group that that liked to play together. You're not going to convince me that they don't have fun now, but that's fine. Oh yeah. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying they have they have a, a reason to continue their multi-million dollar empire that they built. And let's hope in someday in the future we're not talking about episode six of how we commercialize ourselves. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what? If there's an opportunity to sell the hell out, I will sell the hell out. <laughs> but there won't be, so it's fine. Yep. I think we're safe. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it. And uh, and it's funny because I can tell that's what they thought too. It was like nobody's going to watch this. It's stupid. Who's going to watch us play Dungeons and Dragons together for four hours a night for four hours every week? And they're like, nobody. It's it's going to be a fun little thing. Maybe we'll make a couple bucks because somebody will find it fun, and that'll be that. <laughs> and oops, now they have. I think I think I checked the other day, seven hundred fifteen thousand subs. On their channel, so that means Twitch cool. is getting half. So they're making at least a million and a half a month just from Twitch. There was um, that's I mean, pretty crazy. The internet brings us together, right? But uh, the beginning of the episode I'm watching right now, they were they were talking about some stuff in the in the store, and and Laura said that they were sold out of the small, medium, and four X shirts. Yes, <laughs> and I was like, the range there of the people who 4X. are watching this and our fans is so no pun intended broad uh like i mean that's that's i guess the whole point people who find some aspect of what they're doing fun even if they're not a dnd person themselves they like the actor or they like the story or they like the silly maps i mean i have no idea what people are tuned in for um but like you were saying like matt he 
even if he wasn't doing voices and if he wasn't, you know, being what he does as a job, his understanding of the game is, is cool, which I would expect from somebody who's been doing it for a long time. But like, you know, just to be able to, he can tell the, the players what they should be rolling long before they figure it out. Yeah. And that's for all of the classes, which is crazy to me that you would just have that information stored away at that point. But. I mean, I, I can do some of that. Like I can, I, I know like when they're doing through rules, I'm like, mm, no, that's not right. Cause I, I know that that rule or whatever, or I see them do something. I'm like, oh my God, that is so dumb. Why are you doing that? But I, I think they do stuff just to be dumb anyway. Yeah. But like I'm thinking, like how after five years of playing this game, do you not know that basic mechanic or how to add basic numbers together? <laughs> like it takes you ten minutes to add up a couple of dice. It's <laughs> like, yeah, all right, well, I, I don't know. I think you'd have you'd have picked up on that at some point. Math. It's. I feel it's, attacked. Are, are you bad at at numbers, there, oh, Chris? Yeah, and in. I luckily, luckily, I play D and D with the math teacher, so he does all my math for me. It's it's nice. Is is was, I didn't realize that's what he taught. Is that what it was? No, no, no. Dennis was a science was... teacher. There's other, there's other there's another teacher in the group. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I didn't think he taught math. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Usually it's also like late at night, and I was like, I don't feel like doing math. So like, okay, you guys get 750 experience each, and somebody else will say, okay, we're currently at. I wait. I just wait. <laughs> <laughs> to write down but no and and i i, I, te- I tease uh chris here a lot about a, a lot about because a lot about critical role because i'm i'm a huge fan i so i watched all of campaign one and i'm caught up on campaign two so i started watching it three years ago uh and i would watch like an episode a day at work while i was working and easily caught caught up and I, I, I really do enjoy it, but I, I, it's one of those things I do question. It's it's too big to fail, if that makes any kind of sense. Like they have so much invested in it as a company that it's like, at what point do you go? We need to create turmoil or narrative to keep the subs coming in because it's it's too big. They have you know employees and merch and millions of dollars riding on it now. So it's, it's, it's huge. It's, it's huger than I thought they ever thought it would be. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it becomes, it's kind of morphed. I think a little bit from that, from that seven person group that was really tight knit. And now, now it's, it's so much bigger than that. But like I said, um, well, I guess I, I don't really know what to say to that. Uh, God, you're a cynic. Um, I started yes. at, at campaign two, I think just because starting at the beginning seemed like way too much of a task, uh, which is interesting because I've, I've read through the comics that exist for the first one, even though it was technically pre campaign one, um, which was, it was a good, good comic. I enjoyed it. Eventually I'd like to watch that one. Cause I think some of the characters in that one actually were really cool. I just now I'm, I'm invested in this one now, so I'll see how far I get, how how much I can catch up. If I can watch two or three episodes a week, that means it'll only take me one third of 125 episodes, which is like what 45 weeks to get up, caught up. No problem, almost a year. That seems reasonable. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, 
I can't believe we're actually going to get close to two hours again. I think it was going to be that long. Um, is last night I finished Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, it, I haven't seen it yet. It took me three sittings to get through. <laughs> um, and I, don't have, I don't, honestly don't have a ton to say about it in the end, except that it turns out that the Justice League movie, regardless of who is in charge of it, is just not very good. That's um, the way I feel about all DC, to be honest. The animated it's just stuff not is as good. What's animated stuff? But um, it it's just it's uh, it's frustrating to me because as a, as a property, I really like the Justice League concept. I like that comic specifically, like the different runs that people had on it. That group of characters I think is really interesting, and the the weird little satellite characters that come here and there. Um, it's just. It's just not a good movie. It turns out, even with an extra hour and a half tacked on, uh, it, oh, man. Yeah, that's it, what I was worried about. It might, I think it might be worse in some ways. Because really it's good. just like, why is this scene here? What? I don't need this scene at all. Um, there are a couple surprises that were cool, but I think mostly just fan service that weren't in the first cut, um, the theatrical release. I have to comment on this though, because this is this is uh, consistent throughout all the versions of this movie. The way the Flash runs, both no, just the way the Flash runs. It's it's both the concept of how when he's going really fast, the way it looks doesn't make any sense to me, and also the motion of his arms are really weird. <laughs> he like throws his arms out in front of himself like he's yeah. interpretive dancing, but. Oh. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, the Incredibles, Frozone, who throws out the the snow yeah, in front okay. of him when, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. He, when he's going to do his ice skating. Sure, that's what I equated it to. I'll buy it's kind of like he he's he's like jabbing his arms out in front of him, overextending. But so, actually, great point. The Incredibles dash when he runs fast, his legs are just like a blur. Yeah, and he's just like speeds through things. I don't understand who made the decision here with the Flash when he's running at super speed. He's actually just like jogging but he's covering a ton of ground it's so off-putting it doesn't make any sense that's like wonder woman that was that was my thing with the wonder woman car chase scene it was like she was jogging in place and like running 70 miles an hour and i was like this is weird and stupid it's uh it's it, whenever i see it now i'm like oh this is so annoying that's not how he should be running he should just like be almost impossible to see anyway um well, that's disappointing. That, uh, I, I look forward to that now. Thank you. You might have already heard about this, and this isn't a spoiler. They do introduce Darkseid in this this version of it. Okay. Um, totally wasted, pretty much. I don't even like the design that much. Uh, not that the Darkseid design in the comics is amazing, but it, it feels kind of weird the way they put it together. Um, Actually, all the villains look like shit, but <laughs> I think I'm almost positive they recut or reshot some stuff for the the ending there's like an epilogue um i'm pretty sure they reshot some stuff for that because i think some of those actors had changed some of their their looks for other stuff and they had to have them come back and you know doll them up again i'm taking a guess i haven't proved any of that but it it, it looked interesting um so yeah four hours of my life i won't get back but 
Fortunately for me, I have the four hours to give right now. <laughs> There's not much else to do with it. I have nothing else to do, so I'm watching a four-hour-long movie. Okay. Well, with, with, with such grand movies you've seen, like Octopus versus Giant Shark, you know. Close. I mean, he has a valid how can you not? Yeah. Make a shark versus Giant Octopus. I mean, such such great films that you've seen in the past. So you asked about I've, Lavalanchula. <laughs> no, don't, no, don't. no, we're, no, not not this time. You could talk Lavalanchula next time. Okay. Yeah, we're we're. This is a long one. Well, next time I'll also have a a review of um, Godzilla versus Kong or whatever the hell it's actually called because I'm seeing that oh. tonight at the drive-in. Me too. All right. We can. Yeah, we bought, we bought HBO Max for a month, so I had like two or three movies I wanted to see on that. So that'll be one of them. <laughs> I look forward to your guys' review. I'm sure it'll be epically good from me. It'll be, ah, uh, this movie was stupid. That's probably, that's that's my guess. Well, that's I, I'm foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Not that you thought it was epically good, but that your review will be epically good. Oh, oh, yes, it will. Okay. Yes, my review will be quality. All right. Got yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the movie. Now I'm really excited. Mm. I can't wait. Well, the movie could be quality, but I, I, I highly doubt it. <laughs> Well, I really haven't read anything about it, which is where I want to be right now. Just <laughs> cold, just in and be like, all right, yeah, give me, give me something. If it's more like Skull Island and less like King of the Monsters, I should be happy. Okay. We'll see. Different directors, so who knows? Um, I don't have anything else to bring up. It was a, kind of a, a light three-week period of lots of D&D watching and too much, too much Rocket League. Yeah. And yet we managed to go an hour and 49 minutes anyway. Yep. <laughs> Oops. We may need to do something about that. <laughs> eh, we had 900 downloads, man. We're, people oh, I forgot. You're totally, I, I, you're totally right. Yep. Let's do it. We're fine. Everyone loves this. <laughs> <clears throat> so you, I guess we're at, uh, go ahead. If you do love it, why don't you tell us at uh, consumer report at gmail.com. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I almost had a smooth transition there but you know i was being serious i was oh. making fun of you okay okay i can start to tell sometimes <laughs> didn't have to repeat yourself just boom there it is you boom got it. it yep anyway yeah uh closing thoughts thanks for listening again and uh until next time <laughs> ryan doesn't have any thoughts at all i guess I I don't have any other input. Sorry. <laughs> input. Okay. All right, then. Uh, we'll close this one out, and we'll catch you guys, I guess, maybe in a few more weeks. Happy Easter. See ya. Get your vaccination. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>